Welcome to Truth in the Matter. I'm your host, Domingo, and this is my co-host, Travis. We jumping right into the NBA playoffs. First, I'm going to say <clears throat> the Raptors are who we thought they were. They did everything that we I thought they was going to do in the second game. Cavalry didn't show up. Marcus Hall was Marcus Hall of old. I mean, he did his thing. I expect him to show up because he's a vet. But, uh, I mean, Van Fleet is the only person that's really uh, – he, he, he's showing up. I don't know what to say about the dude. He, uh, he's showing up every night. Uh, he's known for hitting that three, so he's been consistent throughout the whole playoffs, though. Yeah, that's true. And he's been like uh, the low-key standard. They're not trying to leave him open, but he just gets open, and he's a lot faster than – and Kyle Lowry, and he's definitely a knockdown shooter. So that he's making it, he's making everything happen too. Right. Defensively wise, he's he, he's not that bad. Not as great as a defender as Kyle Lowry, but he's gonna get them points back. I agree. If Clay Thompson is hurt, um, does that lessen the chance of Golden State uh, winning the Oracles? No, they got Demarcus Cousins, and Demarcus Cousins has built that confidence with. I heard Kawhi. I mean, it's tough, though. I mean, where the offense coming from, though? Uh, I, I, they'll be all right. They still got Steph. I mean, I agree. I mean, I, I just, it's tough, man. If if Clay not there, Katie not there, that's tough. That's a lot of pressure on um, Steph here. I don't know if it's pressure. That's that's where he could be like lots of days ago. All it is is there'll be one game down while guys getting rest. They ain't too worried about it. And I don't think... If they lose this game, it's because they were meant to lose this game. Right. And Siakam will have to be hot. Van Fleet will still have to do what he do. And Kawhi hopefully won't let that knee or whatever little pain that he has Stop. bother him. Yeah. But, um, Kawhi has been really quiet in these playoffs. Uh, his defensive prize I haven't seen throughout the, you know this series at all. He hasn't uh, shown his defense – like, his, his lockdown defense hasn't showed up yet. It's like uh, he's confused. Even on offense, he's, he's doing this Kawhi thing, but he's not, like, really Kawhi. Like, he's not – he's strong as shit. He's showing it. Very much. Strong. But as far as, like, you know, coming down, missing fourth quarter, I haven't seen it. You know, even last quarter – I mean, last uh, game, he didn't do much. Like, fourth quarter, nobody was scoring. It was 106 to uh, – what was it, 98 forever. Yeah. So – I just feel like uh, in order for Toronto to have a chance, Kawhi Leonard is going to have to be spectacular. He's not going to – it's not enough to just be an all-star, even though I think he's a superstar. He he has to be spectacular on all both sides of the uh, ball. Yeah, you think it might be too many weapons, too too many different strategies that Golden State use with all the running around? No, I, I think that he – He's relying on his other teammates. He feel like he, I think you know. He feel like if they're gonna show up every night, Stiakon showed up and saved it the first game. Van Fleet almost saved it the second game. No, it's up to you to close it. That's how I feel. Like it's up to Kawhi Leonard to close. If you want to be considered a great, you know, as I I see him as, you got to close games. There is no Kevin Durant on the floor. Yeah. Nobody. So your offense. I mean, defensively, you don't have you know the second best or the best score in the league guard. You know, you, you guarding Clay Thompson. Don't get me wrong, Clay Thompson can get a bucket whenever he feel. But his getting a bucket is different. You know. So I just feel like Kawhi gotta step up. And I understand they throwing different looks at him, different defense, 
They got Draymond. They got Iggy. They got Clay sometimes. But uh, every great player should be used to it. You should be used to it. You great. Show us why you great. Yeah. Yeah. I think he might just be hurt for real. Like his mind just sits in the standstill. And he lets the back door spring come by every so often. Which is still rare despite his, you know, defensive conflicts. But I don't know. I, I just think it's more so the it's team. It's a mental team. Stay, yeah. yeah. And, and the team got to stay consistent as well. Like, I mean, you can't have Kyle Lowry shoot what the hell he shot. And the only guy that's running with you is Van Fleet. Yeah. It, that's, it's just not going to work. If they road players don't show up on the road, oh, that shit going to get real tough. They ain't Oracle, man. You know, uh, I feel like that shit that uh, that, uh, that Stiakon was doing, he's going to have to do that shit again. He he might necessarily need 30, but he's going to have to be day Draymond. We need a triple. I can take a a 15-10 and 10 game out of you with four steals and a few blocks. Like, they need that type of game out of him. It's like uh, he can't move without the ball. Yeah. And if he don't have the ball in his hands, down one on one ISO, it's like he just irrelevant out there on the court. At the volume he shoots, he needs to shoot at least seventy five percent to really give them the win. Like they they will be probably granted the win if he's because with the amount of shots that he actually shoots, man, he really got to knock them down. To the basket. Oh, he definitely has to. It's wide he's, open he's jump shots. He's taller than half freaking Golden State team. Just put it in the basket. And Young, to me right now, has nothing to do with it because you're in the finals. You know, had three series that you can actually tether around with. Now you, the second best scorer on the team, possibly, hey, you need to score. Yep. Period. You cannot shoot under fifty percent. There's no excuses when you're in the finals. There's no excuses, and my biggest problem with him is, Stiakum picks and chooses when he shoot wide open jump shots. Every time you leave me open, I'm pulling. I'm gonna make you pay for it. That's why Andre Iguodala is living off that. If you're going to leave me open, I'm going to pull it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stop my confidence. You know, because you you assume I'm a bad jump shooter because because of what this. This paper tells you. You know what I mean? That's when the analytics go out the door. I, I think he also has to use the aspect of being on the block, popping out to the wing. Being on the block, popping out to the corner. Being on the block. Like, so much back and forth where Golden State going to have to keep using that switch. And either somebody's going to get open or y'all going to have to collapse and double team. Like, he has to also be that move. I mean, he's not going to move like a clay. Right. You know, like a step. But use your body, wear somebody down, pop out. Like, you don't even have to set a screen. Just keep moving yeah. so they can keep switching. Yeah, I agree. That's the thing you want with Golden State is the fact that they are still switching because somebody's going to blow something after a while. Pause. Yeah, I honestly think uh, the biggest thing what I'm seeing that Golden State is doing also is Golden, Golden State is, is great at help defense right now. Everybody that steps on that floor is playing defense. Mm-hmm. Except for Sean Livingston. Man, dude. Sean Livingston is hurting the team more than helping right now. And he used to be a for sure bucket mid-range. Um, last night, Sean Livingston took a jump shot, and it was like two on four. And I'm like, why? Why did you shoot that? Like, uh, he's a vet on the team, but goddamn, Sean Livingston is looking old. 
He is looking old, man. He's taking these old man shots. You be like, damn, why he take that? If it go in, cool. But some of these jump shots he's taking is his his mindset. He got to get on board because if Clay Thompson's not gonna be in, he's gonna be getting a lot of clock. Yeah, I don't like how he uh plays defense either. He kind of got like a little dirty style to his defense. He never could play defense to me. Like, but at least he stayed in front of the individual. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like like you sitting there giving up shots and then you want to. Step under him. What the hell is Cal Laurie doing? Cal Laurie is fouling the shit out of people when he go out there. For no reason. I do not understand it. Like, stay in front of him. Honestly, when he fouled out, that was probably the one of the dumbest foul outs I have seen in the NBA Finals. And the fact that DeMarcus Cousins really got the rebound, and then you try to poke it out of his hand, and then you sit there and give a look like, well, nah, I ain't touch. No, you smack the shit out of him. Man. And it was stupid. Honestly, he should have came underneath him and, and trying to go around it. Like, just come underneath the ball and just just make a jump ball. He should have just ran his fat ass down to go play defense. Yeah, that's that's another problem. Cousins is way too strong for all that nonsense. That's come true. on now. And what's crazy is I would say Cousins is probably 72% maybe back. And and he looked amazing last night. Yeah. Um, I feel like these refs are starting to butcher the game. I'm tired of it. Like some of these calls they making is just it's it's kid calls, man. Like that that um tech on Steph, come on now. Ain't no goddamn tech, man. Uh, like I said, they just want to be heard for what I don't know. Yeah. But they need to go back to the rules of boy, it's likely I ain't calling nothing this game. Right. Because they they legit call some nonsense. Gotta go to the basket. You let Kawhi push off on Draymond, cool. Then next they come back down the court, little ticky tack foul. You call that, right? Like for what? All you doing is wasting time. No, it's because you want to be seen. Right. That's how I feel with the refs. Like they want to be seen and they want to be respected. A respected ref is one that'll let us play. That's true. I mean, that's very true. And some of these, like I said, some of these calls, man, they're getting real stupid. Um. Another thing that I, I'm, I'm not liking, man, I'm not on this Drake bandwagon shit, man. I don't like it. I feel like Drake is a he's a cheerleader, man. Like, I don't see nobody ever want to be seen by the camera so bad. Like, they comparing him to Spike Lee. And they could, he's not like a Spike Lee. Spike Lee sat on the opposite side of the court with the camera, wasn't it? Like, Spike Lee had legit passion for the game. It wasn't yeah. like, I'm going to dress this way so I can be seen. I'm going to do these little antics. No, he, he had passion for his team. Yep. Drake is like, I'm going to do this little cute stuff so I can get on camera. Man, I don't want to see that, man. I'm tired of people talking about Drake. Like, let's talk about the game. Well, the difference is, too, is, like, he has to have some type of, well, what is he, the ambassador or whatever? Like, he yeah. has to be known for that. Spike Lee ain't need none of that. No, Spike Lee showed his dedication for the organization as a fan rather than, well, I got this, I got that. All right, just my team. No. But, you know, Drake is Drake. Those are Drake Drake things. That's his antics. That's that's Drake. What do you feel about Draymond? Do you feel like Draymond is showing up or do you feel like he ain't woke up yet? Because Draymond haven't had that Draymond game yet. He been solid. Don't get me wrong. He's not bad, but I feel like he ain't had that game where his imprint was all over. Yeah. Uh, 
Crazy thing is going to happen. I think it'll happen game four, though. Why? Because I think this next game is just going to be a scrappy game. Yeah. But then if they lose, Draymond will be like, all right, I'm running the show. And that's when I think the whole Boogie Cousins and Draymond connection really going yeah. is really going to blast off. But as if they lose. Yeah. But Draymond, Draymond has been, like you said, a quiet Draymond, but he's been doing Draymond things. Yeah, he had 17 points last game. And, and the, only, the only person that scored more points than him on um, Toronto was uh, Kawhi with 34. So he played amazing. You know, he's his third leading scorer on, uh, on Golden State last night. So he played amazing. He almost had a triple-double. So I was all like, he's playing good. It's just... I want to I want to see that great ass defensive play that Draymond make that stop the end of winning game. You know what I mean? Because yeah. when Draymond is in it, Golden State is at its most dangerous. Like, it's no stopping in when Draymond is running the show. I also think Draymond ain't trying to. He's not trying to fuck up, like mentally wise and chemistry wise the team. I agree. Cause you know how quick these refs will pop off now, where yeah. especially them three. Yeah, and then you got the two people in the league that the rest would throw a tech no matter what with in Draymond and Boogie. Like they can just they can they can roll their eyes at the ref and do whatever. Like you yeah. getting a tech. Like you can roll the ball to me, and not bounce it to me. I'm I'm giving you a tech. Mm-hmm. So you know I understand Draymond from that aspect of it, but I just I just got to see one of them Draymond games, man. Don't let Stiakum steal your shine in the first game and you don't come back some somewhere along the line, you know. And honestly. I, my early MVP is Draymond. Or Draymond give me two games. I want Draymond to win a Finals MVP. Don't get me wrong. Steph definitely needs it to me. I think he needed it for a legacy. Mm-hmm. I just think he needed it, man. Every great player needs it. You don't want to be the Eli Manning. man. You got these damn champions. Don't get me wrong. You part of it. You got another great player. But KD out. Should nobody else be getting MVP but you? Yeah, it's tough, though. It's tough. Because so, Steph really can't do what, what Draymond do. I mean, just like Steph can score 25 easily. To me, Draymond can score 25. The thing with Draymond is when he scores over 20 points, I'm pretty sure he got some offensive rebounds. I mean, that's So that's going to bump it up to about, you know, 11, 12 rebounds. And he's diamond up everybody. It's so, true. I mean, paper wise, he's not gonna have the same. He's not gonna have the same, yeah, but it's, it's gonna be totally the, different. The eye test is gonna tell you something different. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I just think Steph needed. Not, I mean, don't get me wrong. His his legacy is intact, no matter how how you flip it or turn it, win or lose these finals. Steph is legendary. Yeah. I, I just would like to see him win one. I also think he on the brink of uh, Steph can can fuck up a game more than he can. Help the game. If he's the, yeah, it, it, that's the thing. Draymond on the other hand, it Draymond be Draymond. It don't matter. Yeah, you know? them fucking passes that Steph be doing, man. Them goddamn passes get on my nerves, man. Sometimes I'm like, okay, cool. Other times I'm like, God, like that pass Sean Livingston at the end of the game, almost lost. And I'm like, why? Why are you doing this, Steph? Like Iggy was wide open, oh, uh, in the corner, and I'm all like, just give it to Iggy early. Yeah. I don't know. It was just heat of the moment. First person he saw. That's true. But, yeah, those passes, you got to be better. You can shoot hell. Take the five. Yeah. Or, or fight, you know. Duck no, don't dodge. fight you Steph don't, weak as hell. You, hey, you, no, no, don't fight, man. You're going 
You gonna fail the hell out. <laughs> you gonna faint on the court. Don't fight. Hey, all you, you, you just chuck the three and get the three point play. Yeah. Uh, and talking about chucking threes, Clay Thompson did this himself, in my opinion. Clay was looking uh, yeah. for the foul, and that's why he came in there awkward, man. That's that's what's wrong with some of these players in the NBA right now, man. They look for the foul instead of looking to score. I don't understand. If, if you actually was looking to score it and you didn't care about the foul, I promise you Clay would have hit that jump shot. Yep. He just want, he wanted to get fouled. Steph is doing it a lot, too. He's kicking his legs out. You doing, Man, that's the stupidest shit in the world to me. If I get the foul, I get the foul. But goddamn, I'm going to hit this shot. Right. That's why that's the problem with James Harden as well, not to bring him up. But, like, if you if you go for the bucket, you're going to get it. Like, it. It's the same amount. The only like, difference with James Harden is that motherfucker, he, he kicking his legs out when, when he's coming down. James Harden jump shot is, is when, he's, when he's going up in there, he's releasing the ball. <laughs> so when he's coming down and he's kicking the shit out of you, ball already out of his goddamn hand. Yeah. yeah. Still, sometimes he focuses a lot on trying to get it. And then, and then he kind of just throws it up and turns around. Yeah, yeah. But if he just stay focused... You probably could have got that foul. Right. Off of just, oh, uh, well, it looked like he fouled him. But if you would focus on the shot, bang, that's four point play easy. And that's probably with Steph and them, too. Like, just focus on getting the bucket. True. Especially if you're struggling. Like, Steph be doing a lot. That's true. Just, just get the bucket. Don't look pretty. Just get just the, damn get the bucket. bucket. What's your thought on uh, Houston? You know, offseason wise, what would you do if you had the GM head? Uh,. I move James Harden to the side. I move PJ Tucker to the side. I will put everybody in the locker room and date and date the bomb. <laughs> Just blow shit up. Yeah, blow the shit up. Uh, man, I'm gonna be honest, man. They got pieces. I don't think they should blow it up. In my opinion, I honestly think if it's me, I'm going after Isaiah Thomas. I'm going after like I'm going after certain players that I know. When my superstar sits down, they can go carry a load by themselves, and I'm keeping Eric Gordon. Like, I don't think that at this point, another all-star with James Harden is not doing it. It's just not, it's, especially not at guard. And then when you think about it, she's not at center neither because the White Howard didn't work. Man. James Harden just need scores. He not scoring, they can score. Like, it's just what he need. He needs scores and knockdown shooters. Like he need more Eric Gordons. That's it. Like that's 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 what he need to be built around. Like I just at this point, Chris Paul not working, but goddamn, you stuck with him. Yeah. That contract is stupid as shit. Yeah. So now you stuck with him. Ain't nobody stupid enough to go get him. And I, my Lakers <laughs> uh, bet not be no, stupid man. enough to go get his ass. Some goddamn idiots, man. His goddamn, he's out of his prime, and I feel like the last time he was in his prime is when he was with the Clippers. Yep. And even in his prime then, I mean, as it's, it's great and as good as Chris Paul is, Chris Paul will always be an 18 and 10 player. If you get that 18. That's, that's what he is, man. And he's always not showing up in big moments. You just don't. You just don't show up in big moments, man. He need if, if you're going to win, Chris Paul has to be your third best option, maybe even fourth. If he's your fourth best option, man, you got a hell of a goddamn team. I'm just confused on how you went with Chris Paul. Honestly, I, I really am. I, I don't know what would help him win anything. 
We you don't think that. that if he was with Toronto and you take Kyle Lowry away, that's a better fit? I mean, it'd be a better fit. But I don't know consistency-wise. It's the injury, man. It's the damn injuries. He uh, he stay injured too much. His uh, I don't quite know what you do with him. I, I mean, he going to have to stay put because nobody's going to offer anything for him. But I'll tell you one thing. They better not lose uh, Eric Gordon. They, if they if they lose him, I'm sorry. That's that's gonna hurt them just as bad as they did with the Trevor Reese loss. Because when you think about it, man, they lost to Golden State four two, right? Yeah. What improvement did they have? Actually, they they going backwards. You're going backwards. So if you lose another key piece, you're gonna be hurt, man. It's gonna hurt them. Man, Luke. I'm down with Capella ass, yeah. The whole dang squad. Because they become old. They getting old, man. And Clint Cabella got to grow some nuts. Man, he got to grow <laughs> something. He ain't even cut that damn patch out of his head. That's what yeah. he is. Yeah. Cut that shit out, <laughs> really man. Do. People stop doing that shit in like 2011, 12, <laughs> man. Cut that shit out, man. Man. Yeah, I don't know what to do with him, man. What do you, uh, the thing about this draft, man, it's starting to switch up a little bit on everybody. Uh, shoot, I think Jack would be nice. I think it might be a couple of dogs coming out. Uh, I do too. It's some, it's some uh, hidden gems up in there. Yeah, it's like to me the De'Aaron Fox is that that could really be a problem in the next few years or yeah. could really formulate great teams in the next few years and then if the right pieces get traded this year and free agency goes a certain way, we're going to be looking at a nice, decent little uh, league. Yeah, I agree. In the next coming years. Are you the Pelicans or are you trading – um, to get that uh that third pick, uh, I feel like you might as well. Hey, he probably, don't want to be there. Yeah, he don't want to be there. Uh, most definitely, I say just weed out all the bad roots if you already rebuilding. What's yeah. the point? What's the point of holding on somebody that don't want to be here? Yeah, you know, you in rebuilding stage. You got a couple pieces that hey, if we stick, you know, make a make a little pattern to get a couple of players. Together that want to play together. True. It's going to work. Or, you know, we can try for it working. But just having AD just sit there. The and I, mean, I feel like you go get R.J. Bird. And it was R.J. Bird, uh, Zion, uh, Drew Holiday, uh, Julius Randle, Jaleel. Like, you got a nice young core. With chip on their shoulders. With chip on their shoulders. Like, that's what I'm going with. And you still got Alpha Payton uh uh, Peyton there, like you, you got a good team. Build around them young guys. Hey, AD, you want to go, man? Hey, thanks for uh, all you done for us. You know, good luck with your career. Yeah, that's it, man. You know, because they don't want to trade with the Lakers and get their young core. I don't know what it is with them and the Lakers. Actually, I do know what it is. It's our, it's our, it's our president. This is what it is. And nobody wants to work with the guy. He lying about Kobe stories. I mean, goddamn. He, he the reason uh magic out even though I didn't care for magic as it was as I you know the president, but it's it's getting old man like uh that's another you know we just got to do something with our organization too. Yeah, we so backwards man. It when it comes to to Palenka, man, I I'm just not a big guy on agents having oppositions like that. Right, because it's too. Too, too player friendly somewhat. 
Like, I, I don't want to hear none of that. I need somebody who's going to lead the team, lead the organization. As a business standpoint, what would be in the best business aspect of doing this? What would be the best aspect of doing that? Not, hey, AD and LeBron sounds good to me. Let's fuck up yeah. the whole team. Like, no, it's not worth it, man. And it's it's too much young talent we got on our team, man. To, we got enough to grow. We just add a few more pieces, man. We all right. Yeah. And and what's crazy is, man, it's a few teams out there like that. You know, because to be honest, Phoenix got a chance to, you know, mix and move some th- stuff around. Sacramento got a chance. Boston, that's that's a big question mark over there in Boston. Uh, because if I'm Boston, I'm trying to find somewhere to put Gordon Haywood. It's just at this mm-hmm. point, we don't need it. You losing Terry Rose there yeah. to who knows where. You know what I mean? Um, you you potentially losing Kyrie because the only teams that he I think he's going to look into going is is the Lakers or the Nets. I think the Knicks is a possibility, but that's only going to fall in line depending on what KD do. Yeah, if KD end up shocking the world and saying, you know what, I'm gonna sign a short term deal with the with the Warriors, it's gonna throw everything off because <laughs> then the Knicks don't look appealing no more. <laughs> Like, I don't understand the whole appealing aspect of the Knicks other than the marketing thing, but, yeah. goddamn, some of these small t- um, market teams, you making your money off Nike anyway or Adidas anyway. Right. So they, you making your money anyway. So it's like, man, do I really want to play with a losing team? Yeah. So, do I want to waste time? Yeah, it's wasting time, man. It's the mellow effect. It's really what it is. Ooh. Nobody wants the mellow effect, man, where you're chasing all this money and then – at the tail end of your career, you want to ring chase. It don't work that way, man. It's too late because your your game ain't adapted. You used to you used to playing with bums, so everything your game is 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 fit for is playing with somebody just giving you the ball and get out of your way. Mm-hmm. And when you playing with other superstars, not like that. We are gonna move this ball. You are gonna move your ass too. Think Melo gonna play next year? Yeah, probably in China. Ooh, that's tough. Yeah, or Spain or somewhere. I don't see where he fits in nowhere. Yeah, yeah. The whole year laid off from the game, and and the NBA game ain't easy to just walk back into it and adapt as somebody his age and, and his skills. It's sped up. Sped up. It's like, uh, honestly, Melo is like a power forward now. It's not because it's na- it's his natural position it's because he's just a fat ass. Mm-hmm. Not saying like that. Like <laughs> this is what he is. He just he's got to the point where he's too slow to keep up with other small forwards. So you got to play power forward, even though it's a little easy because you know nobody bangs down low. low. But the only problem is Melo is still that low post player. Yeah. You want to bang down low, but ain't nobody going to bang down low with you. And we sure don't want to slow our offense up. I mean, that's a, look at it in the finals now. That's why Boogie not getting the same looks he was getting anywhere else. Yeah, he's predominantly a passer now. Yeah, he's a passer, and, and he's, he's getting garbage points. You miss, I'm laid up, and I'm going to put it back in. Yeah. Or you, you drive hard to the hole, and I'm going I'm to oop it to you. You know what I mean? So, and Melo's not catching the oop. We're going to start there, too. You're not catching no oop from nobody. Yeah. I don't know oh, if he can yeah, even yeah, still boom. Yeah, like, yeah, so, Big I don't know, man. Out. I don't know where he fits, but not saying he still don't have game because obviously Melo still got game. I would love to see him play with uh, Portland. I think he would help the Portland. Welcome to part two of uh, Final Blow, getting right back into the Melo discussion. Uh, like we were saying, man, uh, I honestly think that his time in the lead is done. I think that's it, man. Uh, a legend uh, like Melo, I think he should wrap it up and don't. We don't need to come back. You know what I mean? His legacy is intact. Don't go playing on a bad team to 
mess it up even more. Right. Yeah, and the crazy thing is he's still boasting that confidence. But like you said, it, it's the game is just way too fast for what he wants to play. Like the six eight small forward is not dominating the league anymore. With, no. Besides, you know LeBron, but LeBron does more. But yeah. the six eight offensive scoring juggernaut, like Carmelo was, it's, it's just not happening. Like a, a Giannis or, a, you know, AD getting guarding you or some some sort, you know, it, 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 he just don't need to waste his legacy like that. Nah, man, you don't want to be uh, the Vince Carter where you're just playing the play, man. And this point, yeah, Vince Carter not helping nobody out, man. He's just on the court to be on the court. Don't get me wrong. It's impressive to still be able to dunk at your age, but it's a few dudes at the YMCA I didn't see do it too. Yeah, but that's why he on the team he on. So he's yeah. not with us. Premier team. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, you know, it's a lot of stuff going on in free AC, man. Well, what you most excited about seeing? Uh, as a Lakers fan, I want to see the Kyrie and LeBron mixed in with hopefully another free agent. God, I just want to see how it work. Like, I, I just want to make the playoffs. That that's completely where I'm at because at this point in time, I could care less who kind of wins the. The finals, but I'm fully intact with what the Lakers are going to do. I agree. Um, my biggest thing I want to see, man, uh, if Kimba Walker stays with the Hornets, I'm done. I'm done with Kimba. I'm off the Kimba Walker um, bandwagon because uh, I honestly feel like you basically said it's okay to lose. I have no chance to ever win in the NBA final. I'm, I'm just going to be a loser. That's what it is. Like, I can't, as a player get into something knowing every year I'm going to lose. But with his contract and being able to get that super magic down, I think he's staying with him. Right. Like, I don't know what he see. Well, everybody can really say, yeah, the organization helps, but you can tell there is no loyalty in organizations. I don't care who you are. Right. But he's just going to, you know, fall back and get my super match contract. That's how I want to end my career. I mean, I guess go after your money now. I mean, I can't be mad at him for going after no money, but damn, man, you wasting a good-ass career with a bad-ass team. Yeah. You know, uh, I wouldn't mind if he went to someone like the Nets. So, you know what I mean? Like, go to anybody to where I can see anybody, him. Just anybody, but, man, you struggling to make the eighth seed, man. And I don't want to see that at this point, even though what's crazy is the East is in jeopardy of getting worse. After this season, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, the whole Giannis, you know, uh, not being a superstar thing that I believe and you believe he is a superstar. Uh, we really won't know because he might dominate the East for the next eight to 10 years. Mm-hmm. If everybody is gone, there's nobody to dominate. Does that hurt your legacy, too? No, because it ain't your fault. It is what it is. So it's a LeBron effect. Yeah, it, it, it just is what it is. It, it is what it is. Right. So maybe Giannis might just spark up and be the next, I, I don't want to say LeBron, but the next big superstar. Because if Kawhi Leonard leaves, you know, even though it's projected that he might sign a short-term deal with uh with Toronto, but if he leaves and go to the Clippers and Kyrie leaves and go to the Lakers, I mean, goddamn. Hey. The East is real small. Because if they, I mean, they put Ben Simmons in. And beat on the pedestal. You see what he did to them. I just wish, man, um, I honestly wish that Ben Simmons 
would just get aggressive. Everybody keeps saying work on his jump shot. Work. I think what he needs to do is just get really aggressive because, honestly, if Ben Simmons get aggressive, who would stop him? His IQ is off the charts. If he do what Giannis does? Yeah. Basically, if he did what Giannis does because he he's, a, he's a better dribbler, he's a better passer than Giannis, and he has IQ. He know he, he he has awareness on the court. That's the best thing to say. To say that Giannis has no IQ is disrespectful. I think he has some type of IQ, but Ben Simmons' IQ is just a different level. You know, Ben Simmons' awareness on the court, who's open, who's helping. You know what I mean? So it's just different. It's it's something that you can't work on. It's something you have to be born with. Yeah, but that's what I think. It slows his uh, aggressiveness down. Is because he has that awareness, right. so he can see what happens first and then react. Yeah. If he Giannis the situation, you don't see and you don't care. No, you just because you just see the bad one dimensional. Yeah, it's like you got that tunnel vision. Yeah, unless you put it in your head, well, I'm gonna drop the ball off when I drive. Who's the better to defender to you? Between Giannis and Ben. No, give me Giannis. I got Ben. <clears throat> I got Giannis because that was the first thing he was talking about. Or on ball because I think on ball Ben is a better on ball defender and Giannis is by far way better help defender. It's just on ball Ben Simmons can he's aggressive and he's he's elite defender to me. I'm talking Giannis regardless. I mean Giannis is just proven. He can, he can get he's, back and right. I mean he can get beat and he chased down. I I take that over Ben Simmons on know, ball defense. Yeah. yeah, I mean I'm not gonna you know disagree with that. It's just. I just love on-ball defense. That's why Kawhi Leonard and I consider the second-best player in the league. I just – right now, he, he's the best player in the playoffs. I mean, and that's because LeBron James isn't in the playoffs and Kevin Durant is hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, even Kevin Durant was in the playoffs, I still feel like um, Kawhi Leonard is carrying his own team. This is what it is. He's just carrying his team, and it's hard to debate what he's doing. He's not just carrying his team offensively. He's carrying his team defensively. And it's absolutely nothing nobody can do about it. You know what I mean? Most nights. Right. Other than what, you know, the Warriors are doing, which is so underrated, is their defense. You know what I mean? So, it's impressive. Do you uh, do you think that Jimmy is a match player? No, I, I don't. I'm, I'm, as far as how he plays, he's great. I, I get that. To me, he's not, you know top three in, in two-way players because you have Kawhi, you have Paul George, and you have Clay, And he's a problem in the locker room. Well, he's proved that he's a problem in the locker room during the regular season. This year, we didn't see that in my eyes because he was traded midseason and he was on the team that had potential to make the Easter Conference Finals. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I feel like for Philly, he's a max player, though. If I'm Philly... I'm keeping him. Well, I mean, yeah, for Philly, I keep him only because, you know, it's Philly. That's a good squad to be around, especially if they able to keep Tobias Harris and all that core together. Right. I would. So you you keeping Tobias Harris? I would try my best. Okay. Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, Tobias Harris is up in the iron, man. I I think I'm keeping him, but if I can get Brogdon like they thinking about yeah, getting him, that, then Tobias can go. Bad. That's, that if, 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 if they get Brogdon, I'm sorry. Tobias can go, in my opinion, because then 
we just moving you out the way. You know what I mean? We just we just moving, being up. We we just can go because Brogdon is is by far a, a I'm not gonna say by far, but his defense alone is what what they need. And then he can he can put um put points on the board. Mm-hmm. You know, not like Tobias Harris, but that's because Tobias Harris is a walking bucket. That's what he is. You know what I mean? But defensively in the playoffs, that's what you need. Like that's what you need. Um, I mean, what is Philly selling at this point? Man, they, to me, they can still do anything. Honestly, they still have a chance. If Kawhi really leaves, they got a chance to be number one seed next year. Is number one enough, though? I mean, do you think this this loss is what uh, Embiid needed? Hell yeah, especially how they lost. Yeah, they they lost to a bouncing shot. It's true. Is this what? I mean, I feel like it don't change nothing with Ben Simmons. No, I don't think it's anything. I think Ben is just Ben. It's like, hey, you know, we win, we win. You know what I mean? He don't have that instinct in him, that killer instinct like, man, I'm going to show throat. Yep. He just don't have that in him. And I don't I don't think he make players have it in That's why. That's why it's kind of good that he has Embiid on that team. Yeah. Because that, that's what. That's that why you that. need to max Jimmy out. Max him out because Jimmy got that. Jimmy was really great in the playoffs um, this year. I give it to him. He was he was outstanding. He he by far uh, was the second best best player on that team. Mm-hmm. By far, second best player. Yeah, if I if I honestly had like a regular team mm-hmm. that you know we had potential to make the playoffs, I'm still not maxing Jimmy Butler out. If I have a squad. To where we have a good core. Right. And maxing them out. Then I'm maxing them That's how I feel Jimmy Butler's game is. If he's on a great squad, a good, if he's on a good squad, uh, we're going to make the playoff squad, uh, he, he's going to be dominant. And he's not going to be a problem mentally. Yeah. If he's on a squad that it ain't really about shit rebuilding, he's going to get frustrated. Basically, you're saying that. If it's a team full of uh, not superstar but players that he know it or better than him, um, it's it's okay yeah. because I think he feel like he's better than Corey the Towns. Mm-hmm. He's not, but he feel like he is. Uh, that's another team too, man. Timberwolves is a very confusing team. Man, they have no heart. They don't, man, and what's so insane. crazy about it is when Andrew Wiggins wants to be elite. Motherfucker is an elite defender. Man. He's an elite. I won't say he's an elite scorer. The fucker can score. And it's like he do not care. It's something about overseas players, man. I don't know what it is where they just don't have it. Like that killer instinct. I mean, excluding Manu Ginobili then, but Manu Ginobili, it never was his his team. You know what I'm saying? Dirk Nowinski never had it. Um like it's just a lot of them overseas players just don't have that going at your throat type thing. You know what I mean? As much as I like Giannis, I wish Giannis got it, but then Giannis don't. But he's young. Even though I think he got that go at your throat, but it's like it's a different type of go at your throat. It's not like like in the fourth quarter he did something that kind of bothered me where he didn't he he wouldn't command the ball. I don't care if. if we we got here because we rode your, on your shoulders. Yeah. If we lose, I'm okay with us losing with you with us going down and you missing your damn dunks or you missing shots. You know what I'm saying? 
take them shots. Be the superstar. Live up in the moment. You know, I'd rather you take them damn shots than than uh, uh, Brick Lopez chucking up threes. I, no, fuck that. You the superstar. You the man. We we lose. We lose on on you. I think overseas players come over here, especially playing young, professionally and stuff. Right. I'm so used to the team. team yeah, the team ball, man. And it is never. It, it's really never one on one. So you're not going to develop that aspect of I'm going to go get this bucket. It's gone. All right, we're going to find the best shot possible. Mm, if I'm yeah. not hitting, somebody else is going to hit. Kobe never had that mindset. Kobe was, no. we need this bucket. Guess what I'm going to do? But killer instinct is, like I said you know, earlier, it's, it's just something that you have to be born with. So now you can work on it. You got to be born with the shit. Um, it's a few more things, man, that I really, really was interested in. And... Boston Celtics. We really don't get a lot on them. We really don't talk a lot on them on the podcast. I kind of want to get into Boston because they got an interesting situation. If Kyrie Irving leaves, Teddy Rozier leaves, right? Yeah. Or are they in rebuilding phase or are they still contenders? They, to me, are in rebuilding phase. Rebuilding for, as you say, they're out the playoffs or they still make it because of the East? I think they still make the playoffs because they still have that, that solid – Play, but as far as chemistry and making it far, no, nah. because now you got to rework that. Al Horford's getting a year older. Uh, Gordon Hayward, you, st- you still don't know what you want to do with that, right? Because if Gordon Hayward give you any glimpse of old Gordon Hayward with Utah, that's what the fuck you need. You need something like that. But then again, I, I must slightly disagree with you because I think they need to clean the locker room out like that. Teddy Rozier, Kyrie Irving, see you later. If Cool, because I think that I'm not saying Jason Tatum is ready to carry his own team, but if you put the shoulder, you put the load on his shoulders, I feel like he can carry the team. And don't get me wrong, Jalen Brown is a sketchy player. Sometimes he's really good. Sometimes he's like ah, he's young. You know what I mean? Jalen Brown can in the playoffs, and he knows his minutes and he knows his roles. I think that's the biggest problem. Having too many players can be a problem sometimes. It's really great to have a lot of different players, but if he knows his role, I think that would help out a lot. That He knows, okay, I'm guaranteed these minutes. This is what's expected of me. It's not like, okay, well, today I'm, uh, they, they, they got me playing this amount of minutes, and tomorrow I ain't playing shit. I'm playing 15, 30 minutes. You know what I mean? Right. So I feel like doing that is going to really help him out. And I just think Boston is really good at implementing players that we just didn't expect to have it in them. So they got potentially to still be a juggernaut in the East, just, just for the simple fact the East is just a weaker of the two conferences. Um, a team that I feel like should not take this season and say, oh, man, we're going to do this next year, is the Portland Trailblazers. Portland need to be looking around for free agency. Like, this whole free agency, they need to be very active because that team would not carry you very far Next year, yep. just got lucky. I feel like I won't say luck. What I'm gonna say is they got the perfect teams to play against. Yeah, the six and seven seed is it, it, six, seven, and eight seed is really what they will be next year if they think this is gonna work. Because mm-hmm. I mean, like you said, it, they schedule kind of helped them out as to where they was able to propel. Yeah, because uh, at this point, I'm looking at 
the thunder and I'm questioning management. I'm questioning the upper leadership. Like it's not working. It's like you basically have Russ. The team is not built for Russ. We're going to start there. That's your superstar. That team is Russ has never had a team built for Russ. When I say built for Russ, he needs some fucking shooters around him. He needs some elite defenders around him, and he needs rebounders around him. That's what he need. You give Rush that, and I promise you, all the stupid shit he does, it's not going to matter because when he kicked the ball out, that's another thing, man, that people got to stop knocking Rush for. When he kicked the ball out and these players are missing shots, at some point he's just like, fuck it. I'm going to the hole. I, I got to be erratic, which isn't the best attitude, but – that's why we loved Kobe for doing some of the stuff he did. Yep. But Kobe had knockdown shooters on the outside, too. You can't name a real knockdown shooter that plays with the Thunder. I mean, Paul George does this thing, but another thing Paul George has to do is learn how to move without the ball. Paul George also got to get out of his own head. Yeah, if, if he started moving without the ball, and that he don't show up in the playoffs either. Paul George has been, like, absolute all – Throughout these last two years, he's been here. So, I honestly, and even defensive wise, man, that elite defender that we, that two way player that we thought Paul George was, he's not. CJ was like, I like, granted CJ ain't, ain't bad with the with the rock, but bro, to the hole every time, you supposed to be the best defender. We're not giving it the day. We're gonna head, let CJ cook him. We, we, we seen what Clay was doing to him. Man. So. I mean, when I think of Paul George, it's only two players that I feel like is on the same level with he's on their, their level that I think of, and that's James Harden and it's Klay Thompson. And Klay Thompson does something that, that he's just not, and he's just a better two-way player. Klay Thompson is a way better two-way player than Paul George. And then James Harden is just a way better elite scorer. So it's like, man, Paul George, we give you so much praise every single year, man. You're going to have to step up in these playoffs. We gave him praise because he played against LeBron. Yes. He, he still has yet to show us that instinct, man. He ain't been the same since the injury. True. He ain't been the same since the injury. Um, and he begged to get out of Indiana, and Indiana is a better team <laughs> than the Thunder. It's crazy. And I can't wait to see Victor Oladipo man. back, man. That Victor Oladipo is becoming he, – well, he already is the top five shooting guard in the lead, in my opinion. The man does everything. And I hate he got hurt this year because that was my sleeper team uh, to come out the East. Yeah. Hell, they still didn't do too bad. It's like, damn, what – shit, Victor Oladipo with the squad. Whoa. Yeah. Because you get – Elevate defensively. Yeah, defensively, wow. offensively, and when you're talking about Mr. Fourth Quarter. Yeah, that's him. He shows up. And don't leave him open. Don't leave him open, man. Ugly shot, but hey, it's buckets. It don't matter. It goes in. Ugly ass dude. Ugly ass singing dude. That's what the fuck he is. But, uh, yeah, man. I, it's a few players, man. Uh, Blake Griffin is another one, man. We don't give him enough praise neither. Blake Griffin is an elite, elite talent that I feel like is on the wrong team. Yeah. As much shit as I talk about Cal Lowry being a fat ass and all that, Drummond is a complete fat ass. Yeah. 
Drummond's at the point, man, he's not going to get any better. <laughs> like, you got all the opportunities. He would give you 20 and 20, and you still lose by 20. Like, I don't – he's a confusing player, man. Like, Well, his game ain't able to keep up with the centers nowadays. AD will pull him off the block. Carl Anthony Towns will pull him off the block. Don't get on Embiid. Oh, my God. Embiid would do whatever. There we want to. Even Al Horford still able to do whatever. So it, he's one of those guys like like Dwight Howard. He's just a, a more athletic Dwight Howard. Like you think he's more athletic? I don't know. Howard. I'm talking about comparing now. Oh now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, now. More athletic Dwight yeah. Howard. Like Dwight Howard can still probably get you 15 and 12, but it's fucking Dwight Howard. Yeah, Dwight Howard never develop a low post game, man. I did not understand it, but that motherfucker was balling man, on you in this prime. When he when he denied a workout with Hakeem, damn fool. Yeah, I didn't understand that at all neither. Why we on the Dwight Howard subject? The butt power. <laughs> Is he a Hall of Famer? Man, that's tough, but but yeah. I mean, in his prime, Dwight Howard was a top talent. Yeah, they went to the finals. With a Boston team, you know, granted they had a little injury, but with a Boston team that was considered the best team in the league. I mean, that's really tough. And he beat a LeBron Cavaliers team. I mean, granted, don't get me wrong, those LeBron James teams weren't great, but LeBron James was great. Yeah. Like, he was beating teams by himself. So I just feel like, man, if he not a he's not a first battle Hall of Famer, but he, he should eventually get in. Is Bill Walton the first battle? Not Anybody's at all. a first battle if Bill Walton was the first battle. That's my left toenail <laughs> is the first battle if Bill Walton was the first battle. Man, that's true. I mean, it's a it's a couple of suspect players. That's that's in the Hall of Fame, man. And I'm like, man, that's real sus. That's why I don't understand. We need to start something as to where we can do an NBA Hall of Fame. Yeah, no international shit. Basketball. All that, yeah. Man, NBA, you have to be an NBA player to make the Hall of Fame. I don't, yeah. All the NCAA, all this shit. No, all of us shouldn't be at once, man. Why do we keep the basketball Hall of Fame? I ain't got no problem with that. Just create the NBA Hall of Fame. Yeah, and I think that I think the problem is they think they're gonna step on toes with who going in for. I don't give a damn. Put the people that deserve to be there exactly there. So yeah, and everybody's not a Hall of Famer. It's just this is what it is. That's You're just not a Hall of Famer. Like you should, you you have to have a certain standard to be a Hall of Famer, and that's just what it is. Debate why somebody should and shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Like, exactly. Like you know, you asked me about the White Howard. Should he be in the NBA? Hell, nah. What What have you done? Yeah. What have you done? But yeah. basketball, yeah, because shit, anybody in that. Moment. NBA Hall of Fame is you have to have a certain criteria. I feel like, and I'm, I hate to say it, you're an NBA Hall of Fame. Not saying you need a ring, but goddamn, you better have the best you stats in the world. Yeah, you better have something to show for. Yeah, because it's hard work too short for. I feel like to make the NBA Hall of Fame, you have to be a super. Star, no stars, a superstar. You have to be out to the point you made a difference on not only on your team but against your opponent. Like they, we had the game plan for you every night. Yeah, 
that's, that's what makes you different. That's what makes you stand out. Like the AIs of the world, mm-hmm. the Kobe's of the world, where it's like, God damn, we got to change the game. Yep. Ain't, ain't no just checking his ass one-on-one. We had to throw all different looks at him, and he yep. still gave us 40 still, and 50. Know, the, the, you can't stop him, but you can only hope to contain type individual. Yeah. Yeah, like Dwayne Wade. I mean, hey, Dwayne. Dwayne Wade in his prime, man. Dwayne Wade is the top, top three shooting guard of all time, and I got him at three. That's where I got him at, man. Yeah, man, it, I hate to see Dwayne Wade go because he still got a lot left in him. Now I'm saying a lot, but he got enough left with them. You you put him in the playoffs, he's going to do what he do. Yeah, playoff Wade showed a lot this year. Hell, he didn't game winners against Golden State. Like, yeah. Showed a lot. But yeah. I understand legacies, you know. Yep. He, he, man, he that dude. And, you know, uh, switch the subject a little bit because, you know, we missed out on speaking on this last time. Uh, John Wall, what's your opinion on it? Do you feel like John Wall, you, you, you keep him? Do you look to get rid of him? Because he got another bad contract, too. Uh, if I'm Washington, just to save my own ass, I'll have to get rid of Bill and keep John Wall to be like, Hey, either we fucked up or we kind of fucked up. Yeah. Because, cause, I mean, you have two players that for years upon years, even before uh, re-signing contracts, John Wall and Brad Beal, they ain't really too fond of each other. And the and games don't show. match. Yeah, the yeah. games just don't match. It's uh, The biggest thing is John Wall ain't the greatest facilitator. He's not bad, but he's just not. John Wall is about buckets, and he's about playing defense. Yep. John Wall come from an era where it was okay not to shoot. You know, I could have an average jump shot. Him and Russell Westbrook come from the same the same era. It's okay for me not to have that jump shot, but I'm going to slash this hole. I'm going to dunk on you. I'm going to flashy layup. I'm going to throw these no-look passes to the big man. You know what I mean? It's, ooh, it's just a flashy game, and that's what John Wall got. And Bradley Bill continues and continues to improve his game. Yeah. He's a top talent at shooting guard. Yeah. He's he's not a top defender, but he's a, he's a pretty solid defender. He's an all-star, um, and he can make a difference for anybody he go to. Yeah. You know, so he's a way more expendable player because it's like, at this point, you got to stick with John Wall because of the money problem. Yeah, so... If I'm Washington, I'm a shot Brad Bill. You know, no hard feelings. We just can't keep you because we got to improve or rebuild. This is what it is. At this point, we're going to rebuild. At least we got a point guard because you got to have a point guard to rebuild. Yep. You can't be shooting guard. You know, they get rid of John Wall, which I doubt anybody take that contract. Even just with a shooting guard, it's not enough because Bradley Bill is not a facilitator. But... He can, like we've seen the end of the season, if he need need be, I will facilitate. Mm-hmm. I bank on my actual facilitator and my fuck up. Yeah, that, John Wall. This is just what you got to go with, man. And I hope my Lakers trade for him. Um, I said, man, you know, everybody know we Laker fans. And if I'm the Lakers, man, what I'm doing is I'm getting me a top free agent. I don't know who or, or what I'm getting because I would love to get a Kyrie because we have enough 
to get a top free agent, and then we would have to trade to get somebody else, you know, because then we can hold them. You know what I mean? We can hold them contracts. Yeah. So what I would do, man, is if, if Kyrie comes, great. And then after that, you know, I'm on the phone watching, like, hey, what can I give you? We got to be reasonable here. You know what I mean? What can we do? And everybody know Lonzo Ball is going to have to be part of it because Lonzo Ball got so much potential. He's an elite defender to be his age. He's a great facilitator. He's, and even scoring-wise, what people got to understand, he, he don't have to develop the greatest jump shot. Just kidding, didn't develop a jump shot to the later career. It, so you don't you don't need it right now, but if he becomes aggressive, which he is aggressive, yeah, he be slashed to the hole. So I was all like, it works. So what I believe they need to do is you put lines on the package. Um, we fuck around and have to get rid of Ingram, and he may be a Josh Hart, and you know if we got to throw a pick in there. That's cool, and then we get that back, and we might get some money back with it. You know what I mean? Make it work. We figure it out. See how it works. And you bring it over here, and we just get that. Okay, well, we got a win now team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you got a Kyrie, you got a LeBron, and you got a uh, a Bradley Beal, which LeBron, you know, he got enough support now. There's no excuses for us after that. You know, if it don't work then, then it's going to be all like, well, head scratcher. Uh, LeBron is going on trading block. <laughs> this is what it's going to have to be after that because – at this point in time in LeBron James' career, you don't need him trying his heart out um, in a regular season. Yeah. You need you need players around him where it's like, okay, he on rest or, you know, he got a you know, little knee ankle, I mean, knee uh, sprain or whatever's going on. We need somebody to hold the fort down. Yeah. And we didn't have that this year. Uh, the 17 games that LeBron James missed, we had nobody to hold the fort down. Man, we look like a Man, we was a confusing team. Yeah, so. Was just confused on that court. You know, and I'm okay with getting rid of Ingram because I just, it got potential. But I, what is this, his fourth year? Yeah, Going to fifth year or whatever, and he hasn't improved himself. I think that's it, man. He is what he's going to be at this point. Um, he, He's going to be a guy where when he gets traded to another team, he might throw out a 40-point game, he might throw out a – 35-point game, you know, here and there, and then he's going to drop back down to the 16 and 20s. That's yep. just what it is. That's his game, man. It's it's not enough. It's not appealing at this point to me. Uh, Kyle Kuzma is a lot more appealing player to me because he just he, – he got, he got the niche. He got what you need. He's a spark, and he knows what his job is. That's the problem with Ingram. Ingram wants to be the leader. He wants to develop into this, but he's forcing his way into – to just coming to him naturally. Right. And when you do stuff like that, he's starting his growth. And I think we're starting his growth as a player anyway. I agree. So just go ahead and get rid of him. Uh, and, and bring in what LeBron James need at this point because we got to accommodate him. And, we, and you know, we want to say we look for the future where when you play in the L.A., the only things that matter is championships. championships. Nothing else matters. If we don't win championships, it don't matter. We can rebuild all you want to. But if it's that rebuilding process in the next five years and winning championship, I don't tell you. Especially the best player in the league. Yeah. So we got to use them while we got them, man. And I, and we got to stop all this. We think about trading them. He's on trading. But we got to stop that shit, man. And it's that's up to our leadership to just stop it. Nip it in the butt. Hey, we're not trading him. I don't know right. where this talk coming from. Then you stop all that, that chatter around the locker room shit. Like, stop that shit immediately. Shit, if we had fuckers that trust each other, we'd be all right. 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah, man. It's a lot we got to do, man. But, hey, thank you for listening to us. Once again, it's the truth of the matter. And I'm the Mango. It's Trap. Catch you next time. Yes, sir.